Gavin Gray is our UK correspondent this evening. Evening, Gavin. Hi there, Heather. Got a couple more Greek islands being evacuated, yeah? Yeah, this situation seems to be spiralling very much uh, uh, in a bad way at the moment. So the other islands now, Corfu, uh, which has uh, uh, started some sea evacuations, um, and also Evia. Now, uh, that combines, of course, with the ongoing situation in Rhodes, where 19,000 people have already had to leave their homes and been evacuated. The government is describing it as the largest ever such evacuation, all because of the wildfires, which are really now sweeping across Greek islands. It doesn't take much to get them going. There's a bit of a breeze, so it's fanning those flames across the island, and temperatures are exceeding 40 degrees Celsius across the country. Some areas said to be reaching 45 Celsius. Now, these islands are extremely holiday, uh, uh, extremely popular holiday destinations for many Europeans, particularly with the British, Scandinavians, the Germans. And, and so that's why it is uh, so important that although they're not heavily populated, that uh, these people who are in hotels and villas are managing to get evacuated. But it's not easy. So first of all, those hotels which are still uh, available have rocketed in price. Some describe prices now have tripled where there is accommodation. Many are full up. Some describe phoning 60 hotels and them all being full up. And then there's an additional situation. For those that have been evacuated, some are saying they're finding it very difficult to get food. Some described a two-hour queue at a shop to get a snack. Um, uh, water, apparently, is bottled water getting difficulty there. The roads are said to be log jammed. There are electricity cuts, and that means there isn't running water in some places. So for those that have gone on holiday, a truly awful scenario. Uh, and uh, holidaymakers have been left a little bit in limbo complaining about their holiday plans. But EasyJet says it's got two repatriation flights today, another tomorrow, another holiday firm, Jet2, sending planes back to Greece in order to bring those customers back to their national uh, places of home. So uh, plenty going on, but I'm afraid of the situation. The firefighter is simply chasing the flames around. All right. Okay. Hey, have we got a, 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 a result out of Spain yet? Well, we got a result, but it's not what either side wanted in that it is inconclusive. So the big headlines were going to be that the popular party was going to win and beat the current socialist party, uh, which is in power. Uh, but what they were always predicted was that they would then need the help of another party. And some were predicting that would be the Vox Party. And the Vox Party is far right. And that was really ringing alarm bells in the EU. But now it looks like that uh, the People's Party is on 136 and the Vox Party has 33. In other words, a combination of 169. But you need... 176. So they're seven short of a majority, even when they uh, go into some sort of a coalition, which some are not happy about. And so, yes, a People's Party was celebrating because they were the biggest party. But so, too, with the socialists, because they said, look, we stopped you. You thought you were going to get into power. And now we stopped you. Turnout did top 70 percent because voters realized the importance of the election. But really, a, 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 um, a general election when temperatures reached 40 degrees Celsius in Spain, well, it was a bit of a surprise, very unusual. And now I think we face months of uncertainty uh, in Spain unless somebody really calls another slap, uh, snap election. But we have to see if that's going to happen. Yeah, geez. OK, Gavin, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Gavin Gray, our UK correspondent. 
For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.